Vikings versus Bears, GMG in the Raw, a magical night. The game is done. The Vikings win. The Vikings win. And welcome and join us for Good Morning Gallahorn in the Raw. Baby. With us tonight, we have two my viewers. Right? The one, the only, the base ripper. Rooster. <laughs> uh, bring in the E. Bring in the E. The low E, baby. The low that E. sounds like some slow ride. Going to Soldier Field, get a win. Suck it, Nagy, loser. Yes. And also, down there in the bottom corner, drinking his whiskey out on it's the bourbon. left coast, the wonderful, the fantastic Mr. Flip. Yo, after after seven years, we finally saw the Cordero Patterson offense, and it sucked ass. <laughs> terrible. And of course, last but not least, not in the slightest, we have the impressive and the one and only Mr. Ted. What is that? Lover. Let's light this candle, boys. Let's talk about let's talk about the unicorn we just saw. The Vikings <laughs> winning in Chicago. And a unicorn what, it was. Twice a decade, boys. <laughs> Man. I didn't think anybody was anybody was gonna win that game. <laughs> they were trying oh, the Bears have a how are the Bears five and four, man? They are bad. Uh, that'd be five and five now, I believe, aren't they? Yes, five and five. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're four and five. Yeah. They go into the bye. They haven't had their bye yet. Well, Flip, start it off. What did you see? You did not get your favorite stat tonight, but was it his fault? No, I think I did get my stat tonight because, you know, I'm not one who's tied 100% to the numbers as several people on the Climb to Pocket network will tell you. Uh, that interception. <laughs> Nerds! That one. Nerds! <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, no, no you're, you're not. not. No, you're not. No, you're not. I am. I am. Yes. To an extent. Skull bikes. Hey, you know what? Two really bad turnovers, a terrible special teams performance. Uh, we let in that special teams, that special teams touchdown. Dalvin Cook got shut down. If you just state all those things, you tell me that before the game, there's no way that the Minnesota Vikings are winning in Soldier Field with all that crap going down. But two Vikings made the difference. Two. Which the two? first one, our boy, 
Justin Jefferson, the baller, man. We gotta, we gotta love that kid. We can't ruin him. He's too, he's too good, and he wants it all. And he had a great night tonight. That we're almost expecting it now. So good on him delivering in a big spot his first Monday night game, and the second eight receptions for 135 yards. Yes, yes, great game from JJ, and the second man who who deserves credit for this win the man who walked away with a game ball the man who got his first monday night victory kirk cousins great game from kirk cousins everything that the coaches asked from him i'm not going to blame that interception on him that's not his fault that's adam thielen and outside of that kirk played near flawless in the limited times they asked him to throw the ball. I saw a stat. Kirk was 10 for 11 for on third downs with two touchdown passes. Great game from Kirk Cousins. Everything you asked from a quarterback in this offensive system. He deserves that game ball. He deserves his first Monday night victory. And, hey, three in a row, boys, all against divisional opponents. Way to go, Kirk. Way to go, JJ. Uh, boys, I, I think rarer – then the unicorn of Chicago, of a Vikings win in Chicago, is we have positive flip back. Positive flip is returned. No, it, no. It warms, hey. it warms my bitter, bitter heart. Oh, oh. We're, we're not all positive. And Angel still lost its wing tonight. And Angel's just a nice angel with flying. And Chad Beebe caught that pass and he just crashed into the lake. That angel, I feel for that angel, but hey, we got to win. I'm, I'm getting more positive. I'll get there. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. What else will you take, Ted? Uh, I, I thought Flip uh, covered the offense really well. I'll tell you two guys that, for me, that stood out on defense, uh, maybe even three. Obviously, the, the one veteran, Harrison Smith, I, I thought he had a whale of a game. He, had, he made a couple big plays, had that interception. Uh, right after the Vikings, I think, had turned it over, really helped stymie what felt like a was Chicago momentum starting to build. And then I, I want to I give a little hat tip to, to young players, DJ Wanham and Hercules Mata'afa. I thought they both played pretty good games. Um, you know, the, the thing with the Vikings, it, their one-and-five start was they had no pass rush, their their Past defense coverage was was horrid, and and I, I think since that one and five start, you've seen little by little um, improvement both from those young players like Wanham and Mataafa. Jeff Gladney made a couple of big plays tonight, and and with a decimated secondary, I mean, yeah, yeah okay, you can say yeah, it was the Bears, and and they're not a very good offense, but but man, you you gotta you gotta take your victories when you can get them and the Vikings there was a stat it was early in the fourth quarter at one the Bears had no first downs and three yards of total offense or something Mm -hmm. ridiculous like that well into the second half and I I don't care who you are and who you're playing in the NFL that's that's just flat out impressive so yeah credit to Kirk and 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 uh, JJ Jefferson and and Adam Thielen with his two touchdowns, but but man, that this defense has has really made some 
pretty remarkable improvements from the first five or six games of the year. Without a doubt, I agree. Drew, what was your impressions? Uh, mostly on the defense. You guys both covered it pretty much. Uh, the offensive side was with everything pretty much what Flip said. There are certain plays. The Vikings are coming together as a defense, and I'm seeing it every week. Every week it's getting a little tighter. It's getting a little bit more. Their intensity's picking up. Their spirit is picking up. They're rallying to the football. They're rallying for each other. This, there is way different body language now than what I saw the opening day, week one. There's guys yeah. slapping high fives and slapping each other and getting – it just looks like a completely different from, from the mindset of what I'm seeing on the defense. Everybody's hustling, uh, trying to help each other out. There are certain plays in a game that I call momentum stoppers, and they don't seem like big plays at the time, but – that third down pass, it was about a 20-yard seam up the middle, and Allen Robinson went up to get it, and Harrison Smith knocked it away. Now, that, well, that to was... me, that was a, that's a huge play in a football game because you're making a punt. You're not letting them keep the possession. You're making a punt. They're not keeping momentum. It is plays like that that just you're, – you're getting a team together. When you're starting to have plays like that, it's it really – and he had to go the extra effort to go over the top and uh, – come up with that i just like the way the defense looks I, there was so many times that uh after the mac interception after the long punt return they had in the fourth quarter where the vikings backs were against the wall and they just stymied the bears a couple of them were like three yeah. and out so yeah the defensive you know what ever and has gone we don't have hunter what the hell are we going to do on the defensive line this defensive line is getting good Right before yeah, our they really eyes, are. Man. Yeah. Week legit, after week, they're impressing me more and more. Legit good. Yeah, I like I, that. I can't go that far they, yet. Uh, they're getting better. I like uh, yeah, the alignment I can't go that far up, yet. <laughs> they have the right defensive end, then they have the big gap, and then they have the other three, up, the defensive linemen. I don't know what alignment that is. It's very it, – I haven't seen a lot of it. But it seems to throw the offensive line off when they're blocking, they're blocking you know, who's responsible for what. And the Vikings are using it. I thought Zimmer, I thought Zimmer dialed up the blitzes at a perfect time tonight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he called a really yeah. good game. And I, I want to give a shout out. We got. It looks like we got more people in the comments than we've ever had before. So I want to give out a shout out to all the Vikings fans. Any questions? I see you, Freddie Hall. I will get to Eric Wilson. I see all y'all. But I also wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> Like you said, Drew, it's um. I mean, this defense. There's Yona, like Yannick was there week one. He's not here now. Daniel, uh, Anthony Barr, now injured. Uh, we had like better cornerbacks in week one than we have now. And if you look at this game, the first half, the defensive front, the front four, did not generate any pressure by themselves. It was really the Mike Zimmer scheme generating those blitzes getting troy die and nick Foles' face getting eric wilson to the quarterback that got the job done but the difference the main difference with this vikings defense is as the game went on those front four guys did not quit they they got stuffed in the first half but they kept on coming and they kept on working to get pressure 
against the Bears front. Now, yes, it's the Chicago Bears. We didn't play a good offense tonight, so I'm not going to give them too much credit. But that never-quit attitude is not something this team had right. a month ago, and they have it now. So that's that's my point of optimism, is there's a different attitude, and you can see it regardless of the skill and regardless of the play-to-play execution. There is an attitude difference, and that's what you need if you're going to go, you know, contend for the playoffs. That's what that's whoa, whoa, what stands whoa, out whoa, to me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Uh, did did Mr. We can't even talk about playoffs because we're one and five. Just mention the P word because I believe he just mentioned the P word. I said if. I said if. No, said we aren't supposed to if. talk about that until they get to five hundred. Period. Thank you, Richard, for agreeing with me. Man, I love these commenters. They just they just <laughs> love the flip, man. You know there was a there was a play and 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 I agree with the the whole attitude is what stands out best to me. There was a play when the Bears threw a screen. I don't know who it was Rashad Salam, Cedric Benson. I don't know who they had in at the time. Um, Rashad I don't know who, Salam, uh, Matt, For- Brian, Matt Forte, Matt, yeah, Matt, dude. Um, and, and I don't know who it was, uh, but he threw a pass out in the flat, and Gladney ran up and tackled him for like a three-yard loss. Now here's what here's what you see: every Viking player on that defense ran over there and patted him on the head. But if you watch the replay in the background. If you look in the background of that play yep. when they when they gave me the end zone view of it, the whole sideline erupted. The coaches, Going the nuts. players, we weren't seeing that shit the first month of the season. That's true. Yeah, that's everybody true, right. erupted on that play. That's the yep. attitude that you got to have, and that's what I'm starting to see. Mm-hmm. And the motor on Hercules Mata'afa tonight was just something that- special. That oh. guy is on crank or something. <laughs> but, but, but yo, I got to bring it up again because we got this Sean McVay or Andy Reid disciple who has decided to scheme his entire offense around Cordero Patterson. It's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but they didn't have <laughs> the anybody guy, else. The guy's right. The guy just I, said I was it was gonna... Allen Robinson on the screen. So I, the guy that came yeah. in, it was right. It was Allen Robinson. Sorry. In the back. Go, it wasn't going Rashawn back. Salam. Like, it wasn't Rashad Salam. Going back to flip, though. Yeah, he's. you're right. I mean, your offense is Cordero Patterson. I, You know, I saw some stuff in the first half that, that made me wish the Vikings had done some stuff with Patterson that, that the Bears were doing. I, I, I thought he was getting some decent yardage. And, and I, you know, I, I, I don't know what else they could have done because three Cohen's hurt. Uh, their other running backs hurt. Allen Robinson's your only legit wide receiver threat. I don't know that the, the other stopped. guy. The other guy. They, I, I don't the know. Bear, the Bears stopped what was working. They had one drive where they were throwing slants and quick out, and they were in yeah. three step drop. And then they stopped doing it. They just went away from yeah. it. I'm going. It was funny. I was like, oh, go away from what's working. Fine by me. They were coming. It was zipper. never going to work. I mean, I'll yeah, give them credit. It. They did. They targeted Allen Robinson at a high rate. That was basically their offense. Um, but hey, I mean, we can't talk because they still got a better record than us. So they still got more wins so far. Yeah, and when and you have were, when you have no running back until no Team Hicks went out, that game was in question. Yeah, that's a good point, Dave. That's a very good point. When when yep. Akeem Hicks went out, all of a sudden the Vikings could start running the ball between the tackles, which they had mm-hmm. not done 
for two, what, two and a half, three quarters. Right. And that right. opened up, that kind of opened up their, their base running plays. Because I don't know if you guys noticed, one of the, one of the commenters asked earlier, why did, why didn't they run to the edge? Why did they just keep running up the middle? The, the few times the Vikings tried to run to the edge, they got stuffed. Alvin Cook got stuffed. The, the Bears they were strung out. The Bears pursue laterally, I think, as well as any football team in the NFL, as any defense in the NFL. Yeah. And and what what Dalvin Cook could do against lesser teams like the defensive wise, like the Packers or or the or whoever, where he could turn the corner and get eight, ten, fifteen yards, was getting strung out and he was getting maybe a yard or two. That that wasn't doing anything. So I kind of I kind of agree with staying between the tackles, which wasn't very successful, but at least it was getting two or three yards and keeping the Vikings second, third downs more reasonable than second 11, second 10 or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. when 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 Hicks went out, now all of a sudden Cook's getting four or five yards. And that was that was a huge difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viking yeah. Jerome said you got to give the O line their due. This was the toughest test for the Vikings O line all season, and but but they uh, they didn't perform. They weren't perfect, yeah. But they weren't that bad. They did get Dalvin did get over a hundred yards, ninety six on the on ground, like thirty 16. carries. Come on, like, man. Yeah, I was, was gonna say, man, that, thirty you know, carries. We, but, we yeah. gotta we gotta adjust our eyes because the last two weeks against Green Bay and against Detroit, I think Vikings fans have have become used to seeing our offense go off and there's all this talk about how the Vikings have a top 10 offense and it's all going to come together. Look, we played a real defense tonight. And when you're playing a real defense, you can't do everything that you want to do. So you know what, you know what that means? It means your offensive line is going to get bullied and Dalvin cook is going to be held to 3.2 yards per carry. Like he was in this game. It means that coverage is going to be tighter so Adam Thielen, you bobble a you bobble a pass, boom. That's an interception against a good defense. That's not just in, an incomplete pass. Again, Thielen in the end zone. You miss that throw by by two inches. That's the difference between an incomplete incomplete pass and a touchdown. So we yep. played a good defense tonight, and we're gonna play more good defenses here in the future. So don't expect this whole Vikings offense can beat anybody. No, they, there's room for improvement. On that side of the ball too. I, oh, I sure wouldn't mind having that Roquan Smith guy on my team. Yeah. <laughs> like Ooh, he's team. a fo- he's a football player. Any boys? He needs to be Yo, a Viking. I'll, I mean, I'll take a lot of them Bears defenses, except except for that uh, Buster Scrine, y'all. I don't know oh, about that Buster guy. Oh, <laughs> Buster guy is bad. Is he you as know? bad as Buster Rhymes? You know who was you know who was pursuing everybody was that number ninety two. He was all over the place, dude. Oh they yeah, Hunter Hill and the Vikings could, no, they couldn't account it. for him, but they, the Vikings got. They, <laughs> Hunter Hillenmeyer. The Vikings went into Soldier yeah. Field and they won a game. I didn't expect yeah, yeah. that, and I said, I said after the Lambo, after we won in Lambo, I said, well, that's one game. I know we're going to beat the Lions because they, they suck. Talk to me after we if we can go into Soldier Field and get a win. And granted, their offense was piss poor. The Bears they didn't have you know it was pretty bad. But like Flip said, they have a good defense. They do have a good defense. They got a very good yeah. defense. <clears throat> and the Vikings found a way to get it done. They didn't blow the game. 
They, they didn't blow the game. Zimmer and beat that, Maggie. Yeah, and that is why I'm giving Kirk Cousins so much credit for this game, honestly, because I recognize the fact that we went against a great defense, and he delivered. And though, hey, those white jerseys, man, I am feeling, I'm feeling the clean white. Gotta keep those The white on white? The whites. The last time they wore that was 2015. (laughs) Gotta keep those. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Gates, with the Hunter Hillenmeyer, the rep. I got that That, pull. That wasn't deep pull. Dude, when they came out in the all white jerseys, I was expecting to see Terry LeCount line up at wide receiver. I was getting (laughs) happy about it. With, with With Leo Lewis in the slot. Right, right. <laughs> exactly right. So, Alfred Anderson carrying the rock. Okay, so so we've talked about the good. There were some things there there are uh, some things that that trouble me moving forward. And I you know during the during the Monday night broadcast, they talked about the Vikings next three opponents, which are Dallas, Dallas, Jacksonville and and some other schlub team. Uh, yeah. The Carolina. Just pull straight just do a shot right out of the bottom yeah. flip. Let's see Do it. a shot right out of the bottle. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you're so hell of a drug. <laughs> um, my my thing is the Vikings. The Vikings are crawling out of this hole, but but there are some things when we get to after these next three games, where which are troubling because I let let me ask you guys this question: Have you ever? Do you, do you, when was the last time you remember a Vikings special teams unit, other than Dan Bailey, who's had a pretty good season? When when do you remember a special teams unit being collectively this bad? Because they've had punch blocked, they can't they can't cover kicks or punts. Um, I I, I mean I, it's it's something that is is becoming an issue, and this is what happens. I'm telling you, this is what happens when you put a lieutenant in a key position of anything, and that's the deal with Austin Cutting, Lieutenant United States Air Force Reserve. Yes. Lieutenant, what happens when you put a lieutenant in Yo. charge of things? Everything goes to hell. That's what happens. I will I will give you uh, – I will take Austin Cutting as long as I don't have to deal with K.J. Osborne because I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> what was – Oh, they trying to do some crossover dribble in the punt. middle of a punt return. Jeez. We can't find a better punt uh, returner than that guy. I send almost pooped my pants when Osborne bobbled yeah. that punt return. I'm not send even lying. Send, send him back to the second. Send him back to the U. Send him back. We don't need him. <laughs> he's a team captain. Jeez. He was a he's a former team captain in college. Fuck my kids. Put Dave Osborne back, back there, Jiminy. I don't, I don't know how to actually answer your question, Ted. It's a problem, but it's one of those Vikings things where you're like, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna fuck us over, but you don't know when, so there's no point in <laughs> caring about it. You just gotta tighten your asshole every time there's a special teams play, and it's just what we're gonna have to do for the next three months. You, you gotta care about it though, because you know, I, I'm, I'm pulling up the, the schedule now, so. So the next three games. Oh, now my computer just froze up. Here we go. We got no, Dallas yeah, no. with primetime purple. To to Dallas, make Carolina, and Jacksonville, and then and then they finish up at Tampa. The Bears at home at New Orleans and at Detroit. Okay, uh, you know I, we got Dallas is horror horrible. We have 
Carolina, where Teddy may be hurting and may not play because he doinked his knee this weekend. We have Jacksonville. Matter. We're going to beat them with or and without Teddy. If they're saying three Teddy. weeks on Breeze, but three weeks for five broken ribs and a punctured lung seems awful fast. No, he won't play. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, well, we got Christmas we might is have what, five a week, five weeks. Away we might see Jameis. We might who's, see famous hey, Jameis on Christmas y'all, Day. Y'all, who's Dallas? Who's Dallas's quarterback? Steve Pelour? Who's Pelour's quarterback in Dallas? Doing this, Clint Longley, I'm, baby. I'm not <laughs> doing this. We've got to beat so, Dallas next week and get to 500. Then we'll do this. This is the fourth week in a row we're saying that. Like, come on, the Vikings. I'm I'm done with this tightrope act. I'm done with it. When is so, the last time you're not, you're not going to have Mr. Okay. All right, look, look, Mr. Walenda, what are you not done with? <laughs> the Vikings have to win a hundred percent of their winnable yeah, games. Do. You're right to make they the do. playoffs. Have, yes. When is the yeah. last time we've seen Minnesota do that? When's the last time you've seen them win every game? Nineteen seventy-four. <clears throat> 2017 they went seven and one which they're not going to do no i get it it's just a it's just a fun exercise but my you know my thing and and this is kind of my point in in a in a roundabout way with with special teams issues and and the other thing that really bugged me tonight was some of the play calls and coaching decisions the vikings made um third and 13 you throw a screen pass uh, how many times did they sh- they, did they throw short of the sticks on like third and seven, yeah. third and eight? And the thing that really irritated me the most, and it almost came back to bite the Vikings in the rear end, is at the end of the half they had 49 seconds left, and they had two timeouts, and they were at their own 25. Give up. When, when you're putting this much money into Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, and the rest of the offense, Dalvin Cook, I, I, I just cannot believe you put up the surrender Cobra and did not at least try to get the Vikings offense in position to try and kick a field goal. Yet they decided to run the clock out, go in the locker room with a with an easy lead, and what happened? Cordero Patterson took the opening second half kickoff, housed it, and now all of a sudden the Vikings are behind. <laughs> now, we talked about the Bears being a bad team and, and all that, and, and the Vikings were fortunate in many respects. They played well in many respects, but they were also fortunate. <clears throat> Against a better team, those mistakes, as they add up, end up to really putting that team behind the eight ball in the fourth quarter, and I don't know if they pull that game out and they win it. And that was really frustrating to see. And, look, I, I'm not trying to, to – to, to rain on this parade of a, of a win in Chicago, which is a really rare thing for this team. But it's troubling that these same things, these these throwing short of the, the first down marker on third and long and and the, these surrender plays that they just decide to give up and punt and not even try and make a first down, I, I, it just aggravates yeah. me and it frustrates me. And at some point, it's really going to bite this team in the rear end. Drew, what are your thoughts on that? I hate the give up play. And I also feel if you're on the field and you have a chance to get points, I don't care if there's 20 seconds, eight seconds, you try to do something with it. But the, a lot of those, when it's third no. down, a lot of those, a lot of those plays where we play short of the sticks, cousins goes back and isn't even looking at the first down guy. He's looking at that. No, he's not. Check down the whole time. He automatically it's checks gonna, down and it bugs. And me. that's terrible. You can't do, you so gotta try here, to get, you gotta try to get the drive. Here's my issue. 
I don't like the surrender play flip. I don't like giving up in a football game on any. We, we don't. We don't. We don't have that gear. We don't have that gear to this offense. Uh, we're not driving a Ferrari. I hate to break it to y'all. We can. We can. This, and this is Gary Kubiak and Mike Zimmer's mentality: is they tried opening up early in the season. And that car crashed. Kirk Cousins is throwing interceptions. They're getting sacked. There's safeties. There's fumbles. All this crap is happening when we try to open up the offense all the way. And so now we know that we don't have that gear. I'm not asking him to open it up. I'm, I'm saying, and to piggyback yeah. off what Ted said, a few times during the game, you're third and 12, third and 15. You got to be able to make those plays against better teams. You, you can't just give up. Oh, oh no, I agree against better teams it's going to be a problem, but like let's all be honest. Like they don't 49 seconds left in the half, you're asking Kirk Cousins in this offense to drive down the field with two timeouts and get three points. Yeah. Yes. All right, flip. Okay, flip. You should attempt it. It's not happening. It you know it's not happening. Yes, it's worth trying, but the end result is probably an interception and not a field goal. I want to go back to what you said, Flip, because you said uh, the Vikings offense were not driving a Ferrari. My yeah. issue with that whole thing is we were told that this was a Ferrari offense. I, I'm not lying. I'm, I'm not I'm not I trying agree. to play games here. No, we were I agree. told by signing Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen and then extending Diggs and, well, and extending Thielen, extending Diggs, and then drafting Jefferson after they traded Diggs, that this and Dalvin Cook resigning him, that this was an elite Ferrari-type offense that should be able to score a lot of points. And and now that it's not, why are you spending all this money? Why, why are you spending all this money on guys? But, but we're in season, so the question is, if you well, know you don't yeah, have a Ferrari, are you going to keep on driving it, pretend that you have a Ferrari, or are you going yes. to drive? Go drive to driving school. Or, Yes. Take driver's ed, damn it. Drive the there F-150 was, that you know you have. Let me throw this out there. There was a couple times when we had some penalties. I think twice I can remember, maybe if there's not more. We had a holding call. Uh, I think it was on Rudy or something. Put us in second and 20. Mm-hmm. And we hit Jefferson to get us a first down. And then later we had that play where Rudy got like 100 yards more than he's ever gotten on one catch when he ran that one down inside the 20. <laughs> But that was on second. Yeah, yeah. But both, both my Don't point is both those plays were on, on second and long. And let's face it, when the Vikings are second and 20, how much faith do you got that they're going to pick up the sticks on that? None. Because they yeah. usually don't. So so my point is they have they have shown the ability to to do that, to pick up a second and long when, when they get so don't give up. in the power right. curve like that. So don't give up. Exactly. And no, they, I do. they give no, up. And I, I disagree. I disagree. You ask Kirk Cousins to air it out every game. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, 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 We're talking about isolated situations, not not running around like Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. We're talking about isolated third and nine to throw a three-yard pass to Ham with no blocking where he's not going to have no chance of making it. Why fucking even try that? Try to get the first down. Try. I'm not asking Kirk Cousins to run around and throw it 50 times. I'm talking about third and nine, third and 13. So one of these days you're going to play somebody and you're going to need to have that first down. You can't just fucking give up. 
And that's and that's why we're point. not saying the P word anymore because they haven't shown that gear. That's right. Get the gear. I want it. I I want it. Can I pause the podcast? No, sure. I can't pause it. We're live, David. My man Freddie Hall. He keeps on coming at me. Very good point. We have to talk about the Adam Thielen touchdown, first touchdown of the game. Yes. One of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen, oh, and I don't think you. you see it until you watch it in slow motion. The dude, left arm only, not only does he catch it with one-handed, but if you see it, he catches the ball, and then he flips it. He adjusts right. it to make, yeah, to make sure, sure that he maintains it. control as he hits the ground. Like, dude, you can fumble the ball once a game if you're making a play like that. That's a beautiful touchdown to get things started. I love that play. Thank you, Freddie. Great touchdown catch. Yeah, but on the next drive, or the drive there afterwards, pretty, it was an pretty early nice pass also. first and 10, and they do a play action, fake to Dalvin, go deep to Justin Jefferson, and your quarterback overthrows him by about three yards. There we go. There you oh, go. Oh, here we go. The Dave Stefano. Dave, the uh, Stefano dude. Vikings lose. Well, the Dave Stefano what? Vikings are going to lose something. That shit takes me to no <laughs> end. You know what? If Kenny makes that overthrow, though, whole different story. Whole why different did, ball of wax. Oh. Why did KJ Osborne put the ball between his legs? Why? I, I why? was shocked when I saw that. I was shocked when I saw that, dude. Uh... Cousins, Cousins played a good tonight. He makes these. He doesn't really. You know when the guy's running in at full speed, he hurries and like throws it away. I keep waiting for him to move to the side and buy himself like four more seconds. And I don't understand why because he's not like. I know he's not like that. That's not the type yeah. of quarterback he is. But but all he has to do is is shuttle to the left like Russell Wilson. That's, Russell Wilson buys time by letting guys run past him all the time. And so, Kirk decides just to like panic and throw it away or whatever. So, Drew, I got a question for you, and I got a question for the for the commenters and people watching as well. When there is a Vikings game on Monday night, do you still watch yes. the football on Sunday, or are you just taking the day off and you only, are you only watching no. the Vikings? All football, all the time. You're watching all the games. Friday night, Thursday night, Saturday, college, Sunday, NFL, Monday night, Thursday night, Friday. I don't miss. I watch so, high school football in the middle of the night. I don't give a shit. If you're watching all the games, you know in the NFL, quarterback mobility is the norm now. It just every mm -hmm. team has these mobile quarterbacks that they don't have just a plan A. They have a plan B, and they have a plan Most C. Most of them do. Most of them. Definitely not the Bears, let me tell you. But that's just the one thing that I wish Kirk was a little bit better at, man. Right, right. I, exactly I mentioned right. tonight. Kirk Cousins sometimes he looks like he's Forrest Gump with the leg braces on when he's running. Yes, you did. And he and does. I'm not wrong. That I'm. I don't care who you are. That is a perfect analogy. Sometimes, although he made one pretty good, <laughs> he, he made one pretty good play with his legs today, which was negated by a penalty. Yeah. But for the most yeah. part, he just kind of he just kind of is kind of dote to do back there, and uh, Dude. all right, I'm just gonna so fall down and take the sack. Sometimes when that he's, guy moves out of the pocket, he looks like a newborn horse. You know what a newborn <laughs> horse? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They don't really walk. They don't All walk right. Very good. Well, 
Y'all just put down two better analogies than I had. So the fucking I newborn horse. I know you've seen it. They're like, I'm done. Somebody just talk. I'll be back in a minute. Three in a row, baby. Three and one in the NFC North. Let's I'm go. Gonna start call, I'm going to start Vikings. calling Vikings. I'm going to start calling them the newborn pony, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. We that Oh, cult. my God. Call us the Minnesota Colts because we got Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Go YouTube it. New horse being born. The fucker staggers. Oh, God. <laughs> Kirk the giraffe. Kirk oh. the baby giraffe. <laughs> one and nine. One and nine on Monday Night Football. I don't know. But call him a giraffe if you want. He's one and nine. Yeah, yeah Vikings, he won. He had a good game tonight. He had almost 300 yards passing, 25 of 36. Just went to Green Bay, and they went to Soldier Field in the last three games, and they won both of them. It's pretty mm-hmm. damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, God, it is. It's been, you know, when when the Vikings, when they started one and five, I did not see them. No, it bad. Rolling off three straight wins and getting within a game of 500. I, I just, they, they, they were completely... They were completely lost on defense. Their their offense was was good, but not good enough to overcome the bad defensive play. And and the the body language that that you saw on the sidelines between the head coach, the quarterback, and a lot of the key leaders on that team just seemed like they were ready to check out. I, I, whatever they did, yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't know whatever it was they did is has worked for three games. I we'll see if they can well, continue and keep it up. But but it's it's worked. And it's three division games. Yeah. If there's right. any games you want to win the most, it's division games. Because that'll help affect the standings the most. Body language is important. To be <laughs> honest, the the Packers game is the only game that surprises me. Um, I still got yeah, the same stance. I'm not going to lie. Mike Zimmer. You, you go... You finish eight and eight, or you get out of my state. I still have that line, so that means you don't. You win these games. You win these winnable games. Or I all, all I see now is proof that we have young talent. Yeah, but you got to give it to Mike Zimmer. He's been coaching his ass off on the defense with guys he's pulled literally pulled from the Seven Eleven. I was watching number 26 today make tackle after tackle after tackle after tackle, and I'm going, I know Antoine Winfield's retired. Who the heck is 26? That's Jones, Chris Jones. And I'm like, wow, this kid's pretty good. At least the tackle. Who is the best player on the defense tonight? Uh, I would say Harrison Smith or... I'd One say DJ Wanham. Either 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 Harrison Smith or DJ Wanham. That's just my Those would be the two those would be the two I would vote for. Uh Wilson had a good game. And I know Hendricks yeah. was. How come flip flip how come you don't like up? Eric Wilson? I've never flip, thought flip your roll your eyes. Who, who you got? The dude like tapped Nick Foles into it was the we it was the weakest sack I've ever seen. It was like, hey, I got a sack. Like, come on. That's Come worse on. than the newborn horse right there. <laughs> what, about oh that play when, what about that play when we slapped Foles in the head and we didn't get a flag? I was shocked. That was amazing. Yeah. Was oh, wait. What the hell? Can we talk about the lack of flags every game? 
every game should have four penalties. I don't yes. care. I don't care. Yes. Just just ignore half of the flags that are called. It's the game is so much cleaner, so much more entertaining. That was a terrible game. If it was bogged down by fifteen penalties, it would have been even worse. Yep. Y'all, I didn't well, even sure. start drinking until halftime. Who's your defensive guy? Who's your defensive player of the game, Flip? You asked us. Who's who's your guy? Mike Zimmer. I don't I don't think that anybody on the defensive side of the ball actually played that well. I think they just knew their role. I think Zimmer dialed up blitzes that anybody could execute, whether it was Eric Wilson or Anthony Barr. Um and I think they had an easy, it, they had an easy ass time against this off. It, it, the Bears' offense doesn't tell you shit. I mean, they're going to have a much tougher time for every game. That was the easiest defensive matchup in flip in, flip this you, season. You you hate Eric Wilson as much as Dave loves Mike Zimmer. He's had it's about like, three good games no, on this show, or as much as Dave hates Kirk Cousins. Um. Mike Zimmer has coached his ass off with next to nothing on the defense. And he was he knew okay. when to keep two guys back in a high cover, both safeties, and when to blitz today. I will say and one it thing. Wonderful. Yeah. If if you yeah. wouldn't have called that timeout, Madison would have been in the end zone. There was no linebacker on that side when they called that fucking timeout and that now went, oh shit. They ran a cross buck. Like a misdirection cross buck, and they gave it to Madison. Somebody on the sideline called a timeout, and there was nobody over there. Madison was going to run his ass all the way to the end zone on that play, and I'm going, no, don't call the timeouts when we're going to do something good. Why Why does Madison only get, what, two carries tonight? Four? He had uh, two. Let's see. He, he had two. Well, two because four yards. Because because he's like Leroy Horde, man. He gets the ball and runs like, 200 miles into the ass of the center. But Dalvin's going to get hurt, bro. Dalvin's going to get hurt. He almost got hurt tonight <laughs> when he took a full, he took a pigskin to the balls, man. Just like, let Madison take that. Yes. <laughs> pigskin to the onions, dude. Woo! Why don't players wear cups anymore? I don't know. Because you can't run like Dalvin Cook runs if you got some jock strap down there yeah if, if, but, if, but it prevents situations like we saw yeah you know probably because future if you got kids dalvin, if you got a guy like dalvin cook you're playing dalvin cook that's the only thing i can think of they don't want to give him any respites and bring you know madison comes in and runs an eight yard gain everybody's saying well if that was cook he's probably getting 40 on that play i don't know i don't know see i, I as i watch these games with madison I'm real leery on that guy, like, in another month. What he's going to be – he's going to get beat to shit, man. He takes a lot of Ooh. punishment. He does Ooh, take Madison? a lot of punishment. No, Cook. Cook. He takes – Oh, no, yeah. The, Yo. Throughout the course of a game, I'm, I'm worried about what the hell's going to be going on in December with that guy. If, if Madison does not start taking 10 to 12 carries a game, this is going to get bad. He has got to ease up the workload on Dalvin Cook. I've been saying that all year. I would agree year. with that. Yep, I'd agree with that 100%. But when you have Although, a game situation like we had tonight, you can't ease up. You need Cook to win. To yes, be you out there can. When yes, when you can. When it's 19 to 13 and you're trying to, okay. you know. No, when you have a defense that is trying to key on Dalvin Cook, the first thing you do is you put in Alex Madison 
and then you run them. You make them respect a different running back. That opens things up. You don't need to run Dalvin Cook into them 30 times to have the same effect to get Justin Jefferson open, to get Adam Thielen open. You can do that with a different running back and save wear and tear on your primary guy. But that makes too much sense. <laughs> well, it's, it is what, you know, they're going to run him into the ground, but they're going to, he's the offense. He's the bread and butter. So they're going to run the bread and butter into the ground. And if Zimmer mm-hmm. stops using them, then he's going to fucking be coaching Michigan next year. So do you guys have faith in this offense without Dalvin Cook right now? No. 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 I, I, I barely have. That. Well, like, honestly, uh, and, and I, I hate, you know, I hate to be that guy after a really cool win on Monday night in Chicago, but I don't have a lot of faith in the Vikings offense yeah. with Dalvin Cook when they're playing a good team because I, I'm still, although the Vikings defense has been better, um, the only really quality offensive they played in the last in this in this winning streak has been Green Bay and and Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> still had a pretty good day. It's just the Vikings offense really stepped up. I, I I'm still kind of skeptical that um, this offense and defense can play really complimentary football against a really good team together. Yeah, it was an uninspiring um, win. It, well, no, I, it, I, it was a win, though. I mean, and, and in the NFL, in this season, I mean, God, 2020 is just death by meteor, man. <laughs> I mean, just take the win and enjoy the win, and we should. But there's just still some things that, that bother me going forward with this team, and that's it. I, 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 hope, I hope they can get to a point where they can – offense and defense can play at their peak – together at the same time against a good team. But until they do, I'm going to I'm going to reserve judgment. Now, just to give you some ideas about this offense. Tonight against a good defense, they had 385 total yards. Did they really? Yeah, 385, 286 Kirk. passing. That's Kirk. good. And the rest and JJ up. Who, who's this Ryan guy trying to tell me that Wilson must have stolen my girlfriend in college? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay, Ryan. First of all, Eric Wilson went to the University of Cincinnati. You think I went to the? You think I was a Bearcat? Get out of here. And and flip at, at UT. Flip turned down Red McCombs's <laughs> granddaughter for a date. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't. I don't think anybody maxed in college. Just saying, Steve Martin. Come the Vikings' Martin. defense tonight held the Bears to 149 total yards. All right, that's and, you know, and that's bad. Vikings, bad offense, Vikings, bad, you know, versus defense. But Vikings give up 413 yards a game, so that's a huge. And I don't want to say that's a huge, you know, improvement. The Bear, it, it is a huge improvement, but. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors of what the Bears had on offense. Bears were terrible. They have no running In some ways. And... That said, but the, the Bears... Vikings still made plays. Vikings defense still made plays when they needed to make plays, which they were not doing earlier in the year. Right. The Bears were coming into this game were seventh in pass defense in the NFL, giving up 218 yards a game, I believe. And the Vikings kind of exposed them on the outside. And I'm going to tell you this right now. There's a reason that I went out and spent 
I poured a lot of money into Justin Jefferson's rookie stuff through his cards and everything because that guy is going to be a fucking highlight machine for years to come. That guy is the most polished-looking rookie wide receiver I've seen in a long time. He's poised. He's fearless. He fights for yardage. He looks like he's been doing this 10 years. I am so impressed with that dude. He plays. He plays like a like a five or six year vet. He really does. Oh, absolutely, it's absolutely amazing. I just love something about this team that keeps on bringing me back. They're ex- extremely frustrating to watch. But when you see <laughs> Dalvin Cook leading the pregame the pregame huddle, when you see them just join, like fuck you, Akeem Hicks. Nobody gives a fuck about you, Dalvin <laughs> or, Cook, or John Cordell Lee. Patterson. Game uh-huh. in, game out. You see. You see Justin Jefferson fighting for every yard, telling him, tell him Eddie Jackson. It's not even Eddie Jackson anymore. Some dude wearing his number. Like, get the fuck out of here. We're coming into your stadium, and we're beating the fuck out of you because you're the Bears. You're wearing this ugly-ass orange, and you suck. Like, you know what? I love that. Flip. That's that's the culture change we need here. We need players like Justin Jefferson to change the mopey-ass, bullshit, soft-ass, Minnesota Vikings. We need guys like that. That's yeah, how you got, win with guys like we that. We got all these, like, I call them don't fumble playmakers, where, like, they catch a ball, and the only thing that comes across your mind is don't fumble. Like, uh, like BC Johnson, or, like, every time BC catches a pass, you're like, don't fumble, and he's, he's like, running like this. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph is turning into that right now, actually, where he's like, just don't fumble. I yeah, the ball. but he got that like, first no. down. We need, we need playmakers who catch the ball and they're like you know what i might fumble but i'm gonna get these extra 15 yards because that's i'm trying to win the game and after i get them i'm gonna point the first down i'm gonna tell you to fuck off because my team's winning this game and that is i'm all about justin jefferson dalvin Cook. They, they the vikings displayed an attitude a really a really kind of pissed off in your face attitude against the Bears in Chicago, which they did not display earlier in the year. They, they yes. just didn't. They, yeah. They're kind of they're kind of getting a little bit of swagger. They're kind of getting their sea legs under them, and and they're 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 getting they're gaining they're gaining confidence in themselves, which I don't think they had. I don't think the coaching staff and I don't think the players had any of early in the season. Yeah. Now I don't know yeah. if it's going to translate into anything, and I don't know. That they're going to win seven or eight straight games, whatever, but but it's it's refreshing to watch a team um, that gets pissed off and doesn't want to get pushed around like the team that we saw the first month and a half of the season. Exactly, exactly. That's the type of that's the type of team where you get a DJ Wanham. You look to the Tampa Bay game; he's going to have. He's going to be going up against like a Donovan Smith or a, or a Tristan Wirfs in a month. You need that guy to be pissed off. You need that guy yeah. to punch above his weight. You know, well, even even for a that last play action pass on that drive when when it was a couple minutes left and Kirk went play action and hit Rudolph and he ran for like twenty yards, kind of sealed the game. Did you see mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins' reaction after that? That's yeah. what you yeah. need. That Kirk shit plays off on everybody 100%. else. It yep. all plays out when everybody, the other players see yep. that he's fired up, man. That's what. That's how to lead the team. He needs to have more of that in him. Celebrate yes. it. Celebrate it. 
Kirk because what if you new attitude takes us. What did we? Yeah, what? Because what did we see the first six weeks? They they'd make a bad play and and Kirk would go over to the sidelines and he'd just kind of do one of these things and he just yeah. put a head he'd put a baseball hat on and he'd be on and this end of the bench when everybody he'd else was funny. over on this side. Yeah, he'd be sitting by himself, just kind of sulking or whatever. And and then you saw Mike Zimmer just with the. I think on the field, like pick, that. but Zimmer yeah. looks for that. Honestly, Zimmer looks for that. When he threw the the pick to see went through Thielen's hands and Matt got it. When they came back from commercial, you know Cousins was right in there with his players talking to him like yeah. "fuck that," you know. It, you yep. know, and he didn't. That's what he's got to do. Yeah, that's what you don't solve. Yes. That's how you, yes. you go up to Thielen and say, you know, that's Matt, I probably could have threw it a little better. Yeah, I probably could have. You know, even if it's not his fault, take it on yourself, man. That's how you become a leader. Yeah, but yeah. the attitude of the defense tonight. I saw guys flying around for each other, laughing. I saw smiles. I haven't seen these smiles out of this team the first month. I, I honestly, I don't know that guy's name. Number twenty six. Is it? Is it Ben Jones? No, is it, Chris, Chris is Jones. It, Chris Jones. Yeah, exactly. Chris Jones, exactly. But I love him because he fucking hustles. He's scrappy. It's it's great to see. And I could honestly talk Vikings football with the three of y'all <laughs> all fucking night. I fucking love it. especially with the baby horse we've come (laughs) up on an hour so we're gonna wrap this up freddie you're never gonna know what i do for a living just just hey hey freddie just i saw something come up and said freddie and it said 11 and 5 yes freddie that's what he's calling it's not gonna happen freddie (laughs) you're tipping a few fred Three in a row. Skull Vikings. Last words. Three in a row. Flip. Oh, I'm going first? Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Win the the next one. God, I got to stop drinking. Win the next (laughs) one. (laughs) It's not fun to stop. I got a little bit of purple on. Win the next game, and then y'all are about to see the true flip. Like this whole <laughs> flip flip saves it for a winning record five hundred type shit, and we haven't been that since zero and zero. So win the next game, and then let's roll. Let's see it. But we got to win the next game. Skull Vikes. Ted. Uh, this this is not the team that started the season. They they have done. In a lot of respects, a, a complete 180. Um, they're emotional. They're like Drew said and Flip said and Dave said. They're flying around. They're playing for each other. They're making plays when they need to make plays, both on on both sides of the ball. Granted, the competition hasn't been uh, the best the NFL has to offer, but you got to win the games you can win. They've got an opportunity to 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 keep on a roll, and we'll we'll see what happens. I'm not. I'm not saying the p word, but uh, I I really prefer cheering and watching this kind of football team than what we saw the first six weeks of the season. We'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, fuck tanking. We we, we wait all season to watch the Vikings. We don't want to see them tank. We want to see them win. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give my thirty seconds out to Freddie Hall because you know what Freddie Hall's here every week, win or lose. He's he's always on there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Where's Freddie? Freddie. Hey. Hey, Freddie. 
if we go 11 and 5, baby, I'm going to send you this Michael Bennett signed mini helmet. Just to Didn't Michael you. Bennett go to prison? Why do I not get that? <laughs> because you didn't say we were going to be 11 and 5. This is, this is now. This is now the eleven and five. With Thompson Badger signed, signed helmet. Just for the bottle. Just drink for the if bottle. We, there we go. we go. If we go eleven and five, I send this to Freddie's home. So that's my. I'm donating my helmet to. Where's I would it? like to see eleven and five. I think that would be a miracle. That'd be well worth Michael Bennett's prison helmet. He wouldn't even win the division. Okay, True. I don't want to end on a negative night. On a negative note. I'm just going <laughs> <laughs> to... Hey, Dave, what game? What do you have to say about the game? Hey, I thought it was great. They came out with attitude. They act, even with the weird stuff that happened all night long in Soldier Field, they pulled this one out. They played their hearts out. I can take it. We go into next week, which is Dallas... But I do have a question for the viewers. Right now, we do the pregame show and we tape record it in advance. Would you like to see the pregame show live? Oh, hell yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Sunday morning? Well, no, do it on no, no, Thursday. No. Who cares? We could do it like Friday night or Saturday or uh, oh. Thursday night or something like that. And do so it live. So many options. Let's do it. And do it. I don't well. care what I don't care what the fans have to say. Let's 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 the, the part-time the part-time co-host says, let's do it. Let's roll. Ted, Ted, you don't even show up for all of these. <laughs> I'm committing for everybody. That's what I'm here for. Whoa. <laughs> With that, we're gonna say guys- goodnight. And enjoy your victory week. And as always, Vikings win. Vikings win. We, we love you, Vikings. Listeners. Why are we saying goodbye? Hunter Hillenmeyer, you can suck it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Maggie. Sorry ass bitch. We won. Four and five, Zimmer motherfucker. The best of you. Zimmer out coached you, Maggie. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later in the week. Later, guys. Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.